0: You gotta take
1: Welcome to the Mildly Pleased Awards for 2014. It's January now, which at our website mildlypleased.com is a time for reflection on the year that has passed. As always, this podcast is hosted by me, Sean Lemmy, as well as John Otney.
0: Colin Westman, Matt Cursons.
1: That's it. Just the four of us, for now.
2: We're gonna have a special guest.
1: Well, the only way to find out is to keep listening. Uh, the mildly pleased awards are a tradition, uh, where we talk about the uh, the things that didn't miss out on all the uh, the usual award shows. The the middle of the road, you know. <laughs> Three star stuff
2: Not good enough for the Oscars Not bad enough for the Razzies Right in the middle
1: Right in the middle Which is, if you think about it Where most of America wants to be anyway If anything, this is the award show That America deserves That America wants The kind of award show That Jimmy Kimmel Would turn into If he had the chance
2: he would turn into an award show
1: yeah <laughs> okay he's a transformer this is the award show equivalent of jimmy Kimmel. he can transform into concepts rather than <laughs> uh you know animate objects mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, know it's probably going to be a long show so let's uh let's just jump right into it uh with the, the quickest category every year Uh, which is the most mildly pleasing video game. And the nominees this year are Borderlands, the pre-sequel, Madden 15, Super Smash Brothers for 3DS, Trials Fusion, and Wildstar
3: okay Uh, sean is borderlands really called the pre-sequel
1: it's really called the pre-sequel oh my gosh so Uh, it's
3: like some in-between thing
1: yeah uh basically they aren't ready to put out a borderlands 3 yet (laughs) so they put out a game with this new australian studio um It has, like, no aspirations of its own, except for to be Borderlands with Australian accents. (laughs) So basically Uh, they're just
3: like, fuck it, we don't have a game yet. Here's this. It's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, (laughs) And it would actually be my pick for the year. I don't know what what you have to say about Madden 15. Uh, But Borderlands had, like, no ambitions to fix anything that was wrong with Borderlands 2. It just was like, I'll give you more of that with an Australian accent, and we'll set it on the moon so you can jump higher and do butt slams. And like besides that, it's it's just more of the same. And I couldn't even bring myself to finish that game. I was so mildly pleased with it because I'm I'm a huge Borderlands fan. I love that franchise. I just I needed it to be new in some way. Tell and me about wasn't. these butt slams. Uh. Is here, this a right?
2: first-person shooter? How does it, that work? Yeah,
1: it's a first-person sh- Well, you just you hit the crouch button when you're in the air, and you slam down into the ground. With so it's kind of
0: like when you teabag someone and Halo.
1: <laughs> yeah, but from, like, way higher up.
3: Sounds sweet. So you, like, jump over a person?
1: Yeah. You, while well, crouched. Cause it's, no, well, no, you jump over them normal, and then you crouch while you're in the air, and you slam down with force. And that that kills. Does that flatten them? Does
3: it like break their neck?
1: Uh, a lot of what you'll do is like will send out like an explosion, like a nova around you. That's kind of the the it's way I used cool. it. Right. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, well, I wasn't. I can't remember if there's any butt slams in Madden, but there might have been. I put that on the list because I've never played one until this new one. I don't think I'd ever played one of those games. I just always assumed they were too hard um, or something. But, you know, they have easier modes. So I rent it, bring it home. My first impression is that it looks really shitty. Um, really? I mean, I, I mean I've, I was playing for PS3. I, I don't know. I mean, I know they make one every year. So, I mean, that would be my guess for why it doesn't look like amazing I mean, it was little things. It's like none of the players looked like who they're supposed to be. Like Pete Carroll's head was really like smooth, <laughs> like, a, like a grape. Well, like, and it's in, like
0: – In Have uh, <laughs> yeah. Man 25, which is the previous one.
1: So they went back 10 versions? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so it's like Bruce, Bruce Arians, the Cardinals head coach, looks like a burn victim.
1: <laughs> like he looks so
0: like deformed. And Pete Carroll has this like weird hunchback. But other than that, uh, yeah, I, I guess especially compared to like me and my friend have been playing uh, NBA 2K, and the, like the facial stuff, recognition stuff, or however they do it, is like amazing. Everyone looks super realistic. So I, I'd say yeah, Madden doesn't look as good as
3: it could. Hmm. And then this my second thing is so then I sit down and play. I'm Denver Broncos. I'm Seahawks. First thing I do, I throw it to a guy, wide open. He just drops it. I'm like, okay, that happens in football. But then it happens a couple other times. And I don't know if this is true, but I was looking up some guy saying, like, oh, well, they're trying to make it more realistic, like, more mistakes and more drops. And, like, to me, that doesn't sound like an improvement because then there's, like, weird mistakes that I don't feel like is are my fault.
0: Yeah. So,
3: so that kind of stuff pisses me off. It's like it's it's almost like these games – it from what I see, they're just like, like, ooh, we'll just do little tweaks here and there, and like, some of those are good, and some of those are bad, it's like, maybe they should just wait and make a whole new game, like, this fe- this definitely feels like a game that's old, like, it yeah. doesn't feel like a new game, and that was really, that was a really weird experience, I was like, is it 2007? Like, what is this that I'm playing? But, it's still like, fun, I mean, I had a good time. I wonder I was if just... anything
0: <laughs> has to do with, like, right. It being a, you know, not a next gen game when they made a next gen version. That's
3: true. Yeah, that's that's fair.
1: I mean, but is that like a thing,
3: Sean? Like, yeah, because
1: absolutely, they could put their developmental focus into um, developing systems that just wouldn't work on the on the old hardware, Mm -hmm. Um, and that could have been the case. I didn't really look into Madden, but I know that's like the Assassin's Creed this year. Yeah, they, they did a bunch of stuff. Um, that only works on computers and new consoles, so they had to make a whole different Assassin's Creed game for the old consoles. Why do they even
0: bother doing that?
1: Uh, well, apparently it's the better one this year, actually. <laughs> um, the Assassin's Creed game Unity was like extremely broken, and I don't know if they've even fixed that yet. That's the thing with 2014. There are a lot of disappointing games, and I didn't really put them on the list because... Really disappointing games I didn't play, and some of the disappointing games I was I actually thought were really fun, like Titanfall and Destiny. Um, but one game I had huge expectations for was Smash Brothers for 3DS, which is a really great game. Did you really? It's really great. I feel Ex- like you're
2: more excited for the other one.
1: I was, and I wasn't gonna buy this except that they put it, they were gonna put out like six months ahead of the Wii U one, and then it turned out to be like. A little more than a month, but I was still so excited for the Wii U one, I had to buy it. And, that doesn't uh, make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I know some people with 3DSs, and I was like, I could play with them, and I could see what single player Smash Brothers is like. And it turns out, like, it's pretty fun, but it gets boring really, really fast. So you want to play with people, and I just could not get a good online match in. Smash Brothers for 3DS. Every single match I played was incredibly laggy. And so that left me with just the single player progression, which was like developing custom movesets for characters and getting costumes for my Mii character. And I just did not think that that was very fun to do, like to grind stuff out in a Smash Brothers game. So so, in the end, it's, it turned out to be a pretty mildly pleasing game for me. Even though, like, you know, the Smash Brothers part of it, the fighting stuff, is great. And, it, you know, if I was more social and I wanted to go hang out with people, like, locally, I'm sure that the the Wi-Fi multiplayer would work great. But trying to go online was just a mess for me, and I just gave up on it. So I put it on this list. Uh, trials Fusion. They, yeah, it, the Trials games, I, I think I made you guys play... The Last Trials game. Is this a dirt bike game? Yeah, the dirt bike game that's kind of like Excite Bike except it's super easy to fall. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty sweet.
3: I just like falling.
1: Yeah. I like this flipping.
3: Is that that game is kind of ragdoll? Yeah, of yeah. Kind of like Happy Wheels.
1: That's <laughs> uh, <less> uh, disturbing. <laughs> so, this year's version added like a trick thing, a trick mechanic to it. Which they didn't use a lot, but I thought was a really bad idea. Because the fun of that game is just trying to get over obstacles without falling. I don't need this extra stress of trying to do tricks. And I don't know. I can't really put my finger on what it was about it this time around. Maybe it's the weird futuristic setting they put it in. But uh, Trials Fusion just wasn't really working for me. And I wanted to have five things on this list. So there it is. Sounds like you don't like a lot of these games at all.
2: Well, okay, it's a hard, because you got to <laughs> make it sound like you kind of liked it, but also like... Yeah, but
0: didn't say a positive thing about like, any of that.
1: He said the series was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there. Are, I've, I think I've seen Trials Fusion on some people's top ten lists of the year. so It, it, it must have clicked for some people. I just didn't oh, click for me like the last one. I time. liked the last one. I sure did. Um, and the last game that I nominated was WildStar, which is uh, a MMORPG that was supposed to like finally be like here's the here's the thing for people who used to like World of Warcraft. Here's a new game that like does everything that World of Warcraft does well, but then fixes everything that World of Warcraft doesn't do well. Um, so the you know the combat was supposed to be way more fun and uh, and interactive, and the rating was supposed to be worthwhile, and there wasn't supposed to be grinding, and the quests were supposed to feel meaningful and um, crafting was supposed to be fun, and it started out that way, but then, like, everyone playing the game quit, and the developers have been unable to support the game as much as they promised they have. And it sounds like the game's already pretty much dead um, just like, I don't know, five months since it came out. Um, so, the, yeah, this one is another one where I would never say the game was actually mildly pleasing, it was super fun. And then extremely disappointing. <laughs> um, maybe maybe it'll turn things around. But I doubt it because the new World of Warcraft matchback came out and it sounds like everybody just went and played that. Mm-hmm. So I would pick Borderlands as the, as the most mildly pleasing game of the year because it's fun but it, it has no ambition to be anything interesting except for Australian Borderlands on the moon. <laughs> Which is a good pitch, I guess. But there's so many things they could have done. They could have uh, made character progression more meaningful. They could have um, made it so you could track multiple quests at the same time. I don't know why that is not a feature in this series yet. They could have made multiplayer better.
3: Um, You're so picky. Is it really a whole <laughs> game? It's not just like a two-hour... Like, it's It's like... A full Borderlands game?
1: It's a full Borderlands game, and it kind of, you know... But the thing is, it's just entirely built on Borderlands 2 technology. It feels like an expansion pack with new characters and a new setting. And if they had done that, if they had put this out as, like... If they had marketed it as Borderlands 2, you know, the pre-sequel DLC and sold it for, like, 40 bucks, it would be, you know, like, one of the best DLC releases of all time. But it was a full $60 game. Uh... And it's only for people who really super-duper care about Borderlands. And if you're not one of those people, just go play Borderlands 2 if you want to try things out. Alright, and it's a mildly pleased award winner. Congratulations to 2K (laughs) Australia. You did it. Not the best, not the worst. Right in the middle. Um, Now for our most confusing category... (laughs) of the Mildly Please Awards (laughs) Um, the viral video category Uh, as usual if you can if you're not driving a car or something (laughs) go to MildlyPleased.com find the post for this podcast there will be links to all five videos, Uh, watch them because it's going to be very, very difficult to keep up if you don't (laughs) Unless you just explain what happens in all of them. Well, I guess we'll try. Try and give them a visual, Sean. So, the nominees for Most Mildly Pleasing Viral Video of 2014 are Golden Retriever Has Its Priorities Straight Hey, Ron stick Blows Up in Kid's Face Ain't That Some Bullshit And vlog project with dad.
2: Did you feel a little bit like Bob Saget right then?
1: I feel like Bob Saget more often than I'd like.
2: (laughs) Okay. But how's that like Bob Saget? Because it was like announcing at the end of the America's Funniest Home videos when they have like the three videos that are like gonna win money (laughs) for the people in the videos. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I guess he did announce it. I just don't know how it sounded like Bob Saget. But that's fine. Okay. okay. All right. So, do we do we have do we describe each one? Do we go right off the bat? Which which one we think is I get, the funniest?
1: Yes, you get to describe each. Yeah, one. We'll, we'll give a little. So, Golden Retriever has priorities straight. So it's Some sort of dog competition. Uh, looks European.
3: And yeah. Uh, It looks like mostly younger people With their dogs And they have to run a course Which is basically just a straight line Uh, But it looks like there's like uh, Distractions on the side That's what I took away from that There's like bowls of dog food and toys And they just have to get their dog down this pathway In a certain (laughs) amount of time For the best time
1: Mm
3: -hmm. And the third dog is a golden retriever And then the Benny Hill Yakety Sax music kicks in And that dog is distracted by every single thing In his way he doesn't seem to care at all about finishing the course. And that music instantly makes anything, like, about ten times funnier. So, could have gone on for another, you know, 20 minutes. Not had a good time. I just like how
0: long they let him just eat everything.
3: You think, it, it, like, a competition like that, especially when that's televised, that there'd be certain things that would disqualify you? Mm. Not just like, well, let's see where this goes.
2: I'm sure it was <laughs> like, disqualified. like you would have been, yeah, immediately
3: disqualified, but... I mean, can't keep a dog from eating giant pieces of meat. And even at the point when the owner gets in there and tries to lead the dog down the path, it's still resistant and eating all the snacks.
2: Yeah.
3: That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's the simple things in life sometimes are the things we appreciate the most.
1: It mm-hmm. doesn't get more simple than, hey, Ron. Nancy, what happens in that one?
0: So this guy like Falls through the ceiling I guess I don't know what he was doing I guess no one does Except for him And God I feel like he must
2: have been like Working on repairing Yeah Like the flooring or something building, yeah. And that's why the guy So who's... then he falls
0: through And then he, I can't remember their, the other guy's name Bill Let's just go with Bill All Right? Yeah he I think so He goes hey Bill like He goes hey Ron, he goes, hey, Ron. Okay. Not like holy shit, are you okay? Like what the fuck? It's, it's like, like maybe, it... ma- yeah. Maybe Go they ahead. were
2: expecting it to happen. Or has yeah. it happened
0: before?
1: I think it was C.G.R.
2: <laughs> well, that just ruins everything. Man.
1: Yeah. Well, a lot of theories about Hey Ron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin, could you tell me about Glowstick blows up in kid's face?
2: So glow stick blows up in kids' face is a kid filming himself like shaking up one of those neon green glow sticks that you have at Halloween and then he puts it in the microwave and heats it up for not that long, like twenty to thirty seconds. And then he takes it out and then it just like explodes all over him. And then he starts screaming, and then his dad comes in, and he's like, What did you do? You got it all over your beautiful shirt. <laughs> And, Like the dad just like doesn't know how to react to this situation. I feel
0: like he reacts fine. He's just pissed because he. I talks. guess it's he...
2: just kind of lame because, or it's it's funny because he's a little, kind of a lame guy.
0: I mean, he's just a dad. He's. Just, I know
2: he's just like such a dad that, I, I should show that to my brother. Just found it entertaining, dude. <laughs> Watch him like try and make sense of this really dumb situation. Did
0: he? Did he call nine one one?
2: I think he, it looks like he did, but then he like hung up, yeah. and then later on nine one one calls him, and he has to explain yeah. what's going on.
3: <laughs> he just didn't know what to do in the moment. How old do you think that kid was? Probably like seventeen. And you see, that's the weird part. Is the dad says. I told you not to put that in there. <laughs> like at what point does a dad have to have a conversation with his teenage son, "Don't put that in there?" Did he this... and he did it was like a gift for Christmas and he like is aware he has a glow stick that he's really interested in.
2: Doesn't seem like more of a thing like a 10-year-old would do than a teenager. He's probably I like... mean no,
3: yeah. He's I mean I get dumb. it because teens do stupid shit and film it, but the fact that his dad had told him not to like no he
2: he knew he was dad. thinking about it. What does he know
3: okay.
1: <laughs> a memory I have from my youth. I was a very young child at this point. um I had one of those like glow stick like rings like he wears like a necklace. you know what I'm talking about mm, yeah, yeah, um, and I was chewing on it <laughs> for some reason, and I got like a little bit in my mouth and I spit it up, and I like drank water and stuff but i was like okay so i'm just gonna die <laughs> but, but I, I was like i'm not gonna tell anyone i did this I, i'm just gonna die
3: you're just gonna die of a mysterious death yeah you're just keep it at that try to keep your dignity
1: i remember i went and like watched dragon ball z after that i was like i'm just gonna die at some point because this is poison i've drank poison at this point but you're just too embarrassed to tell me. Yeah, it's <laughs> hell embarrassing.
3: just the idea that you accepted it so quickly. It's funny. I feel like
2: I had one of those moments, too, where, you know, I'd, like, cut myself with a pencil, and I'd be like, Is this what lead poisoning is? I mm-hmm. guess I'm gonna die now.
1: Did you tell anyone about it?
2: I think I did, and they're like, Uh, don't worry about it. It's not it's real good. lead. It's
1: graphite. <laughs> or something,
3: yeah. Just to think that the embarrassment of these things, like, (laughs) death is a better option than looking like an idiot. It's funny because
0: the first part of that story reminds me of, like, what John would do as a youth. And then the second part is exactly what Sean would do. (laughs) It's perfect.
2: Alright, then. Uh, Ain't that some bullshit? This is my favorite.
3: I couldn't That's even understand good. what the guy was talking about Because he was just laughing so much <laughs> exactly. Can you clarify this for me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he's laughing because he thought it was funny That his son got out of his car He's like, make sure to lock the doors And it's a convertible with no roof on So, you know, locking the car is not going to do anything this guy thinks it's really funny. In fact, he thinks it's some bullshit. I so hey, think He
3: calls him like a motherfucker, too. They just have that kind of Maybe relationship. he does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was kind of mean. Because it looks really like mean. his son's walking away at the end. Yeah, some you sure best. embarrassment. It seems like it's... there's
0: a definite tri- like theme uh, this year of uh... Like, dad's trying to embarrass their kids. <laughs> Especially, all... like, the hey, Ron, hey, pill one. Pill. They're probably father and son. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's just a soup.
1: Probably stepfather and son.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean, you want to talk about a vlog project with dad?
1: Yeah, this one is a weird one. I don't think I saw this one. Because we don't really know what the backstory was but it's just this kid right in the car front seat with his dad his dad's driving and this kid is, is like so I've got this like vlog project for school uh, and he's got to interview his dad I guess and he just keeps asking the most like inane questions conceivable and his dad is super frustrated that he's not being asked like questions that have meaningful answers so the kid will ask him something like You know, if you could be the engineer of any (laughs) building in the world, I don't even think you finished that question. It's been a while. Because he
2: just starts yelling at everybody. He's
1: just like, "Ask me a real question." You know, if you could have a billion dollars, what would you do? It's 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 funny because I like those are questions I remember I I would be like I'd ask my dad that. He'd be like, "I don't know."
2: You would have legit answers for them.
3: (laughs) Hopefully
1: you wouldn't ask them when you are a teenager, though. No, no, as as a child. But I don't know, like, there's a part of me that wonders if the point of this project was just to, like, see what kind of reaction you get by asking (laughs) dumbass questions or something like that. It looked (laughs) like there was multiple videos
3: from this guy talking to his dad, so... Mm. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe he's just, like... The project isn't for school. The project's on his dad for the, the whole world to see.
2: <laughs> his dad is the project. Project dad. <laughs>
3: project dad. <laughs> That'd like a great TV show.
0: <laughs> Did you say Project dead? <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds like a good TV show, too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> project dead. It's like a Weekend at Bernie's type show. So it's super realistic. Super realistic. <laughs> That's always a selling point. It's <laughs> <laughs> <The memes. laughs> super <laughs>
0: realistic. Just wait till they have super reality shows.
2: Yeah. Okay. Let's not get into that. Let's yeah. just ooh. I still don't know after all these years if we're picking the best viral video or the most mildly pleasing viral video. So,
0: like, if if it were a mildly pleasing video, I think the glow stick one would win. Because, like, I thought that was, I liked it, but I just, I wasn't, like, super impressed with it. I like the, the, um, Ain't That Some Bullshit and the dog one the best. Like, legitimately, I like them the best. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I wasn't that big on the dog one, to be honest. It's Because
0: you hate dogs. Huh?
2: <laughs> the truth comes out. I don't think I hate dogs.
0: Well, you just don't like
2: them as
3: much. As much as cats. Yeah. Fine with dogs. I think I liked Hey Ron. Yeah. The best. That was just because there's so much to the ima- so much is left to the imagination. <laughs> How did that guy fall through? And why did neither guy see that surprise?
0: I think one of them does say, like, oh, that must have hurt.
3: But still, like, holy crap, you just broke through a roof. It's the American South, Joe. I don't know, maybe. Um, that one was my favorite. And I thought we established last year that all internet videos were inherently mildly pleasing, but... Okay. I don't know. Um I guess i glow stick I'd definitely put up there too. Who 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 do you think uploaded that? <laughs> the son right. or the father? I bet mean, the son. Uploaded no, in it. the
0: in the description it says his his older brother.
3: Uh, <laughs> well the user's name is Dave Matthews Band Fan yeah. Four, so That's he did it. Okay.
1: I'd probably go with glow stick as well alright yeah it's like
0: for licensing and permission contact yeah my little brother who the microwave prized uh, mystery salt he makes sure that everyone knows that he's not blind and the beautiful shirt is alive and well it's
3: good to know <laughs> alright so I think that would that's the winner then
1: cool Glow Congratulations! Blows up. Glow stick blows up in kid's face. You did it. Good job. The next category is most mildly pleasing event of 2014, and the nominees are the ice bucket challenge, Kansas City almost winning the World Series, we all didn't die of Ebola, and. The interview kind of came out. Okay, so... I put the ice bucket
3: challenge on here. I mean, I, th- I don't think it'll win, because I think it did way too much good than bad, but I think everyone was irritated when that became... That, that just took over the internet by storm it was everywhere so many people were doing it they probably had no idea what it was for you know mm-hmm. my friend told me to do this woohoo later <laughs> i'm gonna light myself on fire you know just i hope uh, he did a <laughs> bunch of idiots doing it um but you know even if there are a bunch of idiots do it there's probably still enough people who were you know was you know was getting attention there were people donating money um so that's good i can't no matter what yeah that's a good thing so I, I don't think it'll win but i don't know about you guys but i was really annoyed by how long that seemed to last i just thought it was
0: funny that like the whole premise is you don't have to donate if you do it yeah so like just the initial reaction is like look at all these people not donating
3: <laughs> but they're raising awareness
1: I'm aware Everyone's
2: aware Awareness That's some bullshit
1: Ain't that some bullshit (laughs) Did you donate? No No I did not (laughs) Me neither Go
0: work with your assholes.
1: (laughs) Exactly It's dangerous
3: (laughs) Bucket ice A bowl is even more dangerous though Mm -hmm. See that's on here It's a good thing we didn't all die from it.
0: Yeah, but what if we all die from it in 2015? What does that mean? I feel
2: like the threat has been contained. In all of
1: Africa?
0: I feel like the threat has not changed at all. (laughs) Well,
2: (laughs) Well, at least people aren't talking as much about it anymore. Mm -hmm. So to me, it feels like it's been taken care of.
3: So is it mildly pleasing because... We didn't all die. It didn't
2: get as bad as people were afraid it would get, I guess.
3: But it still was bad. It's still bad.
2: I was trying to frame it in a mildly pleasing kind of way.
0: But the thing is, like, the people that were afraid in America are stupid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Finish this thought.
0: And like the fact that we didn't all die, I I don't know. It just the, doesn't the, make any sense.
1: The other side of this event that, to me, disqualifies it from being on this list, is there are still yeah. thousands of people dying from Ebola. Yeah, exactly. Look, I didn't think this was
2: going to win. we did all die. <laughs> sure. <laughs> None of us here died. That's good. Oh, well, one of us died. The secret fifth member. Yeah. All right. fifth I thought fifth.
0: you meant us as, like, a nation.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> That's one dude. All right. Uh, the interview came out, sort of, which I yeah. guess was mildly pleasing because... I mean, at first it was sucked that like North Korea is dictating what movies we put out, and then it's like, well, not exactly. We, we did put it out. That's free speech in action, but same time it's like it didn't go into that many theaters. Most people just watched it on demand.
1: And the movie wasn't that great and yeah. there's more and more evidence that it probably wasn't North Korea behind the actual hack.
0: So how was the movie?
1: It's pretty okay.
0: Was it like I just feel like all of a sudden all this like anti Seth Rogan and James Franco stuff Came out of nowhere. Like, I thought everyone kind of liked those guys.
1: Or does you everyone know, just
0: hate them now?
1: Here's me. uh I really like This Is the End. Yeah. I, I was pretty okay with Pineapple Express. I would, to me, I like this more than Pineapple Express.
0: I wow. don't. <laughs> at all. <laughs> but what you it just looks. shut Sean down.
3: I, I'd say it's close to Pineapple Express. Really? For me. Yeah.
2: I just feel like there are a lot of jokes here that are like groaners. It's like, eh, ah, it's not it definitely, It definitely had a lot of groaners. <laughs> I don't think um, of Express really had any of those.
3: A lot of recurring jokes that weren't funny to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but I think we have, we're going to talk about the interview again later. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll so save this is it. more about the experience. I mean, I would definitely experience. say this is the most mildly pleasing
3: thing to happen this year. Yeah. I don't know. I can tell you that I feel like me and Sean were kind of excited. We, didn't, I mean, we knew it wasn't going to be good, so I guess that, but that, I, I that, that's something.
0: I didn't know it, would, it wasn't going to be good. I still haven't seen it. I felt like, hey, it's playing in Ellensburg. I should go see it. And then I was like, nah, I'll just do it on on uh, on demand. Mm-hmm. But then I tried to play it on YouTube on my PS3, and it was like, you need to pay for this. But like wouldn't give me any option to pay. So... Yeah,
1: so then I gave up. It's so weird that it's a Sony movie and you can't watch it on your Sony device. <laughs> yeah, I
0: just gave up.
1: Uh, it was the weirdest news story of the year for me. Yeah. Um, I was it ha- I like it this ha- story. It all happened when I was in this like weird like I get to work from home and I'm taking a couple weeks off, so like already like life is getting weird. <laughs> and then it's just this bizarre story about you know, and then that we didn't even talk about the other, like, stuff that came out of those hacks, like the weird emails. Yeah, like, I
0: never read anything on
1: those. Like, uh, hearing that the new James Bond movie has too many trains, they gotta cut back on the trains, like, <laughs> super insider stuff that, you know, it's funny to read about, but at the same time, you're like, well, this kind of fucked up, that legitimate websites are publishing, you know, stolen private documents, like, since when, when is that cool? How is that okay now? It's all it, it was weird and I felt weird about it and I did you feel really, shame In the end I got to read some funny stories and watch a movie that I thought was okay so all right but uh that's a weird precedent for movies about dictators or just movies that aren't super friendly to other nations so that's what so I would should we, should we just
2: say it's the weather,
1: Unless someone wants to make a compelling argument for Kansas City,
0: did we just skip right over that? I'm kind of. Yeah.
3: Bored, I. I well, it seemed like Ebola was a better transition from ice bucket challenge for some I reason. <laughs> some <laughs> reason. Yeah. Um, I don't know. that was exciting. It's like watching a team that's kind of like it's kind of like us, like the Mariners, like
0: kind of. infuriating. More infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> This is mildly
3: infuriating. Why is it mildly infuriating?
0: Just getting pissed.
3: But they got so close. (laughs) Yeah, that game seven.
0: I know it was fucking excellent.
3: And then it went to the Giants. That's getting a little old by now. It's wearing out. It's welcome them. Yeah, it's mildly infuriating. infuriating. (laughs) Okay,
1: so (laughs) I I, I think I think then the interview is definitely. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So congratulations to the interview and that whole Sony pictures hack you are our most mildly pleasing event of last year now for the big ones TV, music, movies Uh, so we'll start with the most mildly pleasing TV show of 2014 and the nominees are Derek Drunk History Mulaney The Newsroom and Sherlock. You guys didn't really contribute to this list. I haven't seen any of these films.
2: <laughs> Actually, I've probably seen a couple of drunk histories, and I saw the pilot of Milady.
1: Well, okay. Uh, just really quickly. Derek is Ricky Gervais' show where he plays a, I don't know, <laughs> mentally different individual uh, who works in a Retirement home, and the show is corny and sappy. Does he go
2: full retard?
1: He doesn't go full retard. He it's like kind of autistic, but it's not quite autistic. Okay. Um, I don't even know if this season was better than the last season. There's something about like I know there are people that hate this show, and I understand why. It's just something about it that keeps me going from episode to episode and there was like one moment that is so it was so easy for them to create an emotional response like it's it's extremely manipulative this scene but it still got me a little bit it pisses me off but I can't look away so Derek nominated Drunk history. I mean, everybody loved those videos when they were on Funny or Die, and they're doing okay on TV. I think
0: That's they're cool. doing just fine. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, I like it. It's doing just fine.
0: It gets me through the summer, you know.
1: Sure. Um, yeah, it's kind of fun because it's like it's set. You know, they put it out in the summer, and it's set in like a bunch of bars in American cities. Feels like the summer. Uh, Bellaney, I think it's getting a little better. It's just, it's such, it seemed like such a great project. It's got a bunch of funny people involved in it. You know, it's got a really, you know, promising young stand-up comic at the center. But for whatever reason, he's just doing a, like, old school, you know, multi-camera sitcom.
0: That's what American needs, Shane.
1: I guess, I guess we, they need like, something to... Counterbalance uh, Two and a Half Men If that's still on And the Big Bang Theory We need more jokes It'll never
0: end We need more jokes
1: And it was pretty unappealing At the beginning And I feel like it's gotten better Because I keep watching it For some reason Uh, You're like
2: the biggest fan of this show (laughs) (laughs) Well
0: it's
1: like My roommate is like a huge
0: Mulaney fan But he like Won't even watch the show He's like that looks horrible
1: it's not horrible. It's just... It's like, why are you doing it like this? This is... It's retro. Like, Is this some sort of bizarre hip hipster thing to do now?
0: It doesn't seem retro. It just seems like a show that should be on CBS.
1: Maybe that's it. Maybe I, yeah, I've got to check in on The Big Bang Theory again to see like, what, what stuff is it like now. But... To me, it, like, sometimes it does kind of feel like watching Friends in the 90s again. Uh, and that's usually a bad thing, but sometimes it's a good thing. And they've done some, you know, they do some things. They're like, whoa, you couldn't do that a while ago. Like, one of the characters is a drug dealer. It's like, whoa. That's hardcore, man. Like it's it's like,
0: really... like, heroin?
1: No, it's he just like ruins weed. people's lives.
0: I like to think that's yeah. No one cares about weed anymore. That's true.
3: I want that sitcom, The Life Ruiner. <laughs> this
0: guy like is you know in a human trafficking ring, but, but it's like a multi-camera sitcom. <laughs> yeah. I watched uh, Take It and Take It Two last night. so
1: Wow, I was Taken two. <laughs>
0: It's fine. It's the same. I don't know. It's not, it's like, there's, there's some really, there's some cool stuff in it, but like, uh, the first one was just a little more badass. Mm-hmm. But it's like, the thing I loved about those movies is they're only 90 minutes long. Like, I was like, I was re- like, this is over. I feel like I should be sitting through two and a half more hours.
1: But, yeah. Well, if you want that experience, go watch that other one he did that's like he has amnesia uh, God, what was that called i don't fucking remember but it's like the it's like a Bourne movie but with yeah. liam neeson and it's, uh, i just thought forever
0: i thought this is these movies are as close as we're ever going to get to like 80s schwarzenegger no plot movies <laughs> and i respect that
2: Has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah, we get off tangent, sure.
3: Mulaney to
2: <laughs> take it. Yeah, how do
3: we do that? <laughs> I
2: don't know. You wanna talk about the newsroom, Badly uh, mildly pleased favorite? Yeah. <laughs> Seems to show up every year.
1: This was its last season. Uh, it's the end of the newsroom's run. Um and they, you know, they've done some really good course corrections on that show but the last few episodes especially just fell deep into like Aaron Sorkin's like personal beliefs about not even politics just like about young people and the way the world works now and like just how his opinion is better than everyone <laughs> else's about everything uh, this is the only season I think that was entirely written by him it's only like six episodes <laughs> it's probably all
2: his writers quit or he fired yeah, them right.
1: I don't know it seems um, like a
2: pretty over controlling guy
1: you know some of the characters got great like I thought Olivia Munn became a pretty great character on on this show Uh, and the same for for like Don whatever his actor's name is but there's like another character who started out like as an okay guy, but just became the ultimate douchebag of all time. I hate him so much. I can't really like relate to you guys about this, because I'm the only one who watched the show. Um, I feel
2: like I've watched the show because I've talked to you about it a lot. It's
1: just... I guess I'm glad it's over. Mm-hmm. Sherlock? This season of Sherlock was apparently really divisive um, because it kind of indulged in it's creator's, um, I don't know, indulgences, I guess. Kind of ran out of words. John, did you see this? Yeah. What would you think? It was kind of boring
3: after a while. I feel like maybe the first episode was pretty interesting. Was uh, I mean, I can't even remember. It's all a big blur now. It was the first episode where they were, like, recounting a bunch of different stories.
1: Yeah, about how he could have possibly lived
3: that i liked that was kind of interesting but then i felt everything else just kind of built up to watson's wedding and mm-hmm. then some other stuff at the end that i couldn't even understand i was barely I. it was just i don't know it got
1: too complicated for me that was the part for me that that whole ending thing was just like fucked up i don't know what they were doing It felt like they really fucked it up.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, keep it simple. As simple as you can. Because this is a show that has the potential to be incredibly complicated. Mm -hmm. Uh, So don't go down that direction. I'm afraid it's going to keep continuing to be really intricate.
0: That's why I'm just more of an elementary fan. Is that just a little
3: go here Do more people in the world watch Elementary than Sherlock? I mean Sherlock's definitely more popular. It has, a, I mean, it has a bigger fan base, but like any show that's on ABC or CBS I feel like just has huge viewership, so mm-hmm. I yeah. wonder. I wonder does that show do better? And if it mm-hmm. does, then
1: I'm very sad. I don't know, because you know, people say that show's getting better and better, and apparently Sherlock isn't. <laughs>
3: We'll do a crossover. There you go. Is in
1: Hawaii British on elementary? Oh, yeah. Okay. But Watson's Lucy Lou. Yeah.
3: So hot. And according to Bill Murray, Lucy Lou's terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in, in, wait, in that show or just in general?
3: In, well, haven't you ever heard about when they were doing those Charlie's Angels movies? I guess it would have been the first one because that was the only one that had Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. He just talked about, like, Lucy Liu was so bad, and he'd just get really mad on set because she was so bad at acting.
1: <laughs> so that's weird, because I thought he just hated Mick G. He hated Lucy Liu, too? Yeah, he hated Aww. Lucy Liu. That's too bad. That's fine.
3: It's just a bad time for him.
2: Alright, so who's who's the winner here?
1: uh john you want to give it to sherlock since it's the only thing two of us managed to watch
3: sure yeah it was good just a little flat it was good it well the thing about sherlock is the episodes are so long it's basically tuning in to watch a movie Mm -hmm. whenever you do it so it'll have really good moments but this season i feel like it had a lot of flat moments and then you know inspired moments in between that so i guess that back and forth makes it okay
1: Sure does. So, congratulations, Sherlock. Uh, I don't know if you're getting another season, but if you are, do better. (laughs) Uh, Now, the nominees for the most mildly pleasing album of 2014. Uh, We have Lazaretto by Jack White. Songs of Innocence by U2. Mandatory Fun by Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, Ultraviolence by Lana Del Rey and Black Moon Spell by King Tuff
3: Do we start in order? or cancel I don't know Okay, Lazaretto, Jack White Same old shit been doing for a while now <laughs> It's like, we get it You like the blues, you have a slightly different take on it But it's not that different now Because we've already heard it many times it's not bad i can't say it's bad there's some there's some cool moments the single kind of rocks he's a great guitar player but he just needs to either take a break and not do another album for like eight years or find a side project that's totally different from whatever he's doing now because it just doesn't seem like he's even trying that hard like he could crap out an album in 45 minutes if he wanted to didn't like wasn't the whole thing about this album there was a like recording and releasing a song in one day was, do you guys remember that? I feel like I heard about something. That was like part that. of this album. I think it may have even been, not, it may have even been the single. <laughs> and like when you're doing that, like you're, when you're resorting to gimmicks like that, are you really at your best? Like creatively? I don't know. I don't think so.
2: Yeah. I, don't know. I listened to it once. and I was like, yep. <laughs> it's just another Jack White thing. Yeah.
3: I don't know what he's up to. I don't know what you two was up to either with "Songs of Innocence." Why it was such a big surprise? It just popped up every day in one everybody's iTunes. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I don't and, know why everyone was so goddamn mad. I
3: don't know because it's like someone just broke into your house. <laughs> <laughs> it gave you stuff. Gave you stuff. But you're like, do I want this? I think that's the thing is people like if I want it I'm gonna go out and get it myself. don't give it to me and that just the idea of that I think pissed people off, especially well, if you don't yeah. like YouTube.
1: Well, and also the idea of like this is selling out in a way that a, like a band has never sold out before.
0: <laughs> is... <laughs> I think it's a good idea because you're not gonna make any money selling records.
1: yeah, it's this a fair point. like I'm not sure that they're wrong to have gone this way. Um, but to record an album specifically for the richest company in the world and then to like go to their keynote and announce it and like make jokes about how much you got paid for making this album it feels gross well
0: yeah but so does you like YouTube's like the biggest band in the world like I don't know. I, just, I mean, it's not surprising yeah. to me. I'm not like shocked that you two did this. I don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean, they set the precedent. I mean, that was the youtube uh, two iPod. Yeah, a long it's like time they've ago. been doing this for yeah forever.
0: It's, and with Apple,
2: so yeah, I didn't really mind it. Cool. <laughs> it was like. I've been a U2, long enough, U2 fan long enough to know that like, U2 being huge and being kind of sellouts is just a part, it's part of the deal, man. <laughs> so I was just like, all right, cool. a will do U2 album. <laughs> but then I uh, t- didn't really like it that much. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's just like it sounds like them trying to make a Black Keys record to me <laughs> since <laughs> they got Danger Mouse to produce it. I don't know It just sounded kind of Like generic rock it Didn't sound like They are trying to Sound as like Huge and anthemic Like their last album Which I actually liked
3: It's like if every song Was that Sexy Boots song From the last album Yeah
2: Which was Kind of the only song Like that On the last album
3: <laughs> Yeah
2: But this is Easily all My that.
1: least favorite song on the last album Yeah
3: I mean that song's fine You just don't want Like that song 12 times Or mm-hmm. whatever
2: then, Yeah they don't sound like songs that are made to fill stadiums, which is, that's what I want from you two.
3: All right, another '80s throwback that released an album: it's Weird Al, Mandatory Fun. Uh, what does Weird Al mean to like us as adults today? Like, it's weird, like thinking about how I haven't liked Weird Al since 1999, probably, but. I don't know, I still, every time he comes to the album, I'm like, good for him, good for him. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, what well, is he's a likable guy?
3: I mean, I think I just, I appreciate what he does, especially in this era when it's gotten even harder. You know, he's a parody artist, but he doesn't like use swearing, so he has to be, like, more clever than that. And he's, I just like his whole attitude and everything. He's just such a likable guy, and that comes through in his parodies. It just, I don't know if those parodies are really that funny if you're not 10... <laughs> Uh, but I mean this seemed better than what he's done like in a while at least I don't know this like album seemed to it made a bigger impact so he must be doing something different than
1: well I think a a big part of that was that uh, like a music video a day for a week thing he did um, which was really fun and it got me to listen to those songs like if he had not done that I would not have listened to any Weird Al songs this year I did not listen to this album but I watched all those yeah. music videos, and some of them were pretty funny, and other ones were like, well, okay. It's cool that you got that celebrity to show up in it.
3: Right. And I think that's that's pretty mildly pleasing. That's what it's all about.
2: <laughs> uh, this next one I was just trying to pad out the list with, basically. I listened to it once, just because I was like, what's that da- Lana Del Rey all about? I'll just listen to her album once on Spotify to see what it's like and I'm like all right this is fine just like throwback soul sound not terrible that's about all I have to say about it and then there was uh the new king tough record which it's a weird one because I really liked the last album which I know John's a big fan of too but
3: yeah, I like that one For some reason,
2: it's like he didn't really do anything different on this album He's kind of just doing the same like catchy garage rock thing But it just didn't quite hook me in as, as much as that other one
3: I don't know, I think the melodies just weren't as good The riffs were fine, I guess Yeah um, not... Maybe he needed more time
2: It did sound like it was an album he recorded in like a week or two Definitely
3: had that feel, yeah
2: Yeah maybe you needed more time, time. more time <laughs> uh, so what do you think guys
3: <laughs> you too you too yeah mm, okay I don't know I, I, it's I like was I could dis- go to I was more Jack disappointed White. by that whole experience yeah I was gonna go with weird Al because it's more on the upside of mildly pleased mm-hmm. than the downside of mildly please but I mean I don't know it doesn't I don't care that much I'm not gonna fight for a mildly Pleased award. <laughs> I just, if that U2 album had turned out to be great, that whole experience would be so cool, but the fact that it wasn't, it just, I don't know, came off as really, left a bad taste in my mouth. It came off as a really cheap gimmick for a not-okay album, or an okay album. Mm-hmm. But if there's two votes for it, you 2 guys.
2: I could be swayed to something else. I didn't actually listen to the Weird Al album. I, I mean saw, yeah, you're not I saw ten, a few you don't need of those to. Videos.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really feel the need. I mean whenever I'm listening to a weird album and I'm listening to the songs that aren't the parodies, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like I'm in elementary school. It just they're not it, that funny.
0: Those were, like my favorite back in the day. I, you know what I did? I was up like cleaning up my iTunes the other day and I saw Frank's two thousand inch T V and I played it. And I'm all about that song. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Turn to... Oh. to move on. I <laughs> Just give it to you two. Okay, fine. <laughs> they win
1: everything. <laughs> Including some things they probably don't want to win. Mm-hmm. Continuing in the music category, we have uh, the most mildly pleasing song of 2014. Our nominees are Stay With Me by Sam Smith, Happy by Pharrell Williams, Magic by Coldplay, Do I Wanna Know by the Arctic Monkeys, and Fever by the Black Keys. Uh, uh,
2: do you guys have anything to say about any of these <laughs>
0: No, Um, I really don't. I I like on the the list of the songs I've probably heard this year, but don't know their name. Yeah,
3: (laughs) I like the inclusion of "Stay with Me" because I feel like what we usually try to accomplish with this category is pop songs by artists that generally we consider bad, but they're like, "This is okay, I guess." (laughs) We're not that cynical, (laughs) and I guess I feel that way about this Sam Smith guy with huge fucking head. does have a big head. He's got a nice voice, I guess. Did Call Me Maybe ever win this award?
2: I feel like the conversation I remember was that it was too good to win. Mm -hmm. I think think it was nominated. I think it lost
1: to, um, fuck, what was it called?
2: That song is like,
1: And it feels just (laughs) like
0: I'm just too close to love you. (laughs) You know what? I heard that song today. God, I can't remember where. Maybe a, I went to a basketball game. Maybe it was, I should remember, like, what is this song? Whoop, 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 whoop. I was like, oh, I know this song. Yeah, why does a, this mean so much
2: to me? It's a Bodley Pleased Award winner, that's why. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so do you want to go, Sam Smith? Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a funny choice. <laughs> um, I think, let's see, some of these other ones. Fever is actually a song I like. I'm going to say I like that song. So. All right. And uh, Magic I don't uh, Coldplay's last album couldn't have been more boring to me But that song was probably one of the better moments on it Did you listen to it? Not all of it, but I tried <laughs> you know, I didn't even bother to listen to it
2: It was just really boring Even though, you know, Coldplay had sort of a special place in my heart They were my first concert But, yeah
3: It seemed like they are trying to dial it down But they, now they dial it down it's too much
2: like Too, too boring, I guess
0: just really slow. Yeah, it's weird. Like I didn't. Never, I didn't even try to listen to the last one. Yeah. And like X and Y is like my favorite album ever. <laughs> That's not true, but it could be. Having said, did that, you stick
1: around for Viva La Vida?
0: Yeah, but I remember having com- conversation with Karl Con about this. Like Viva La Vida is his favorite, but like I felt like Cold X and Y was like them perfecting, like. You know, their sound, and then they strayed away from it with Viva
1: the Levita. They've been lost. Which is fine. Since. Since. Right. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a song called Lost. Yeah, I, I
2: got that. That was a good one.
1: Yeah, nailed it. Um, <laughs> I like Happy by Pharrell Williams.
2: But do you like it that much?
1: How much do I have to like it? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah,
2: it's a fine. It's probably, maybe more pleasing than mildly I, you know
1: I, I probably like it as much as I liked Call Me Maybe last mm. year
2: mm. that was two years ago Sean God,
1: time I think last fl- I think you know, last college, year Macklemore flat war. circle time is a flat circle uh, okay.
2: Okay. That's, a, that's a 2014 right. that's a what never
3: mind <laughs> should we just go with Sam Smith yeah, Sam Smith has a big fucking head. Big head. <laughs> I can't remember who said that. Someone was like insulting him and talking, dude, your head is huge. I think it was that riffraff guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that rapper that inspired the James Franco character in Spring Breakers.
2: <sighs> yeah. I, I kind of know of just that an, guy. But...
3: Just another thing for Sam Smith Sam to Smith, be sad about. He's pretty sad. Poor guy. Cheers out. Hope this award means something to (laughs) (laughs) him.
1: Okay. um, Moving on to... uh, We're the only people that do multiple (laughs) nominees for Lifetime Achievement. Um, We like to to take a moment every year and debate uh, who has hit their peak. Who is at their most mildly pleasing, and we can award them the Mildly Pleased 2014 uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. This year, um, our nominees are... Kevin Costner, Keanu Reeves, Johnny Depp, and Cameron Diaz.
3: Okay, well, if we start from the top, Mr. Kevin Costner. Uh, kind of the interesting thing I'm about Kevin Costner is he seems to have got uh, a resurgence in the past few years. I feel like he was in... just
2: earlier this year. He had like <laughs> three movies coming out in the same month.
3: Yeah, you could say this year. Where he's getting leading roles again, and what's weird is there was never a great movie to kick that off. Like, when Robert Downey Jr. became a star again, it's because of Iron Man. Mickey Rourke got popular again, is because of The Wrestler. Kevin Costner just got popular again because what? Like, because he was in Superman or something? Because he's still around. (laughs) Because he's still around. It's like, eh, give another go. It's like people forgot, and now we're being reminded that, oh yeah, it's... Nothing really that exciting here. <laughs> I, if you think about, it, Kevin Costner pretty much plays the same character in every single movie. He's wise. He's usually, but not always, a dad, and he's always got something to prove. Like he's he's trying to convince everybody of something, or he's a, or he's just got to take a big risk. But he's out on his own. I feel like that's every Kevin Costner movie. I feel like he was kind of a bad guy in that
2: Three Days to Kill thing. I feel like he's like. Was he? He's still a dad, though. He seemed like an asshole in it. He's like killing people. But I'm yes, sure he had to. He, yeah, he had was reasons. a dad. Okay. <laughs> Just piecing this together from the trailer.
3: But it's like if I hear Kevin costner has been casting something, I'm immediately like, oh, alright. That's the that level of confidence they have <laughs> in it. That's as interesting as the main character is of this movie. <laughs> yeah. And I guess I could say similar things about Keanu Reeves.
1: Yeah, he's another actor who experienced something of a resurgence, uh, last year and this year. Um, I don't know what, what, I guess that documentary he did about film versus video. Yeah. Brought, th- brought that about, I know he directed that, that Man of Tai Chi movie and he was in 47 Ronin, um, uh, he was in John Wick this year, which was pretty mildly pleasing, um, but he also has a type, and that's just like stoic, loner, tough guy. He's just like, if you just leave him alone, you'll be fine. But everyone's always bothering him.
3: I think he could have a great career if he had comedies. <laughs> <laughs> if he just
2: stuck on the Bill and Ted route.
3: He's always on the borderline of like he's almost giving a funny performance. Yeah, like I feel like John Wick would have been... <laughs> A lot better if he was I don't
2: know if they just framed that character a little bit differently
1: there are funny parts of that movie
2: there are like two funny parts of that movie
1: well it's on the ad beholder I guess <laughs> sure what about uh, Johnny Depp what did he do in 2014 that pushed him over the edge um, well, Johnny Depp, I feel like, is on the bad side of
3: my life. He he's, he's had a good career, but he keeps delivering consistently uninteresting projects like Transcendence and Into the Woods. Oh, yeah. Like, these really just huge movies where he's playing really flat, generic characters. He's strayed so far from you know, this weird artistic guy. And I, th- I feel like I even heard him say... He's like, I'm just like Marlon Brando now. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> and and, and at, one, at one hand, like, oh, that's kind of funny. But it's like, that's also really sad. You know, for an actor to just get to that point where you just don't care anymore. Just McConaughey that shit. Start giving a fuck. Yeah, that's what he did. It seemed like he didn't care for a while and then <laughs> turned around and won an Oscar. At this rate, I don't think Johnny Ed will ever win Oscar. I don't see how, unless he's, like, really old and take some part that you wouldn't expect him to play. I don't know. I don't see it getting any better for him either, because he's doing another Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, Is he really? I believe so. I thought I heard he was doing something else that sounded really uninteresting. I think there's going to be another Alice in Wonderland. Fucking great. (laughs) Uh, So, no, he's on a downward spiral because he don't give a fuck. (laughs) But he's not bad in any of these. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen all of them. He looks kind of annoying in
2: most of them. (laughs) Just mugging it up.
3: Yeah, he's either playing just like a flat guy or like some weird caricature, like he's in a sketch. Weird cat man. (laughs) I feel like that's what he is in Into the Woods. (laughs) He's the big bad wolf. Is he? He looks more like
2: a cat man. (laughs)
3: Oh, you know what I didn't see, but I'm I'm curious about, is his performance in Tusk, where he supposedly is like a French-Canadian police officer. I mean, I heard it was the worst part of the movie, but uh, I don't know. And then I know Kevin Smith is doing another movie tied to Tusk, like in the same universe. And that Johnny Depp character is back again. And that sounds like a bad idea. Is
1: that the movie that stars like his daughter? And, and Johnny Depp's and daughter. And Johnny Depp's daughter? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: What's the last time he did something that was like, oh, that I want to see that? That's this is interesting. Giant Depp. Depp. God, <laughs> I don't know. The first Pirates of the Caribbean. I guess. Yeah, we're Rango. Excited about that. Rango was good. Yeah, maybe you could maybe say Rango. No. No. Yeah, I won't say Rango either.
1: So yeah, I mean that says something That brings us to Cameron Diaz Who was in The Other Woman And Sex Tape Mm -hmm.
2: And Black Annie
1: Um, Okay If we're calling it that I hate Cameron Diaz
3: (coughs) When has she ever been good? The Mask (laughs) Okay You win
1: I don't I I just been right. a while.
3: I can't I can't say anything. Yeah, I don't it. know. I'm pretty sure
1: she her, just had to be really pretty in the mask. Yeah.
2: That's what she was doing most of her early career, but she's like still around for some reason.
1: And this God, comments like that make me feel so bad. It kinda does,
2: DS. but it's like I don't d do, should you feel that bad if you made your whole career on just being pretty and never really like Proving yourself as an actress. Not that she's a bad actress. She's just fine. I'm sure there are other women who are just as deserving of her level of fame.
1: She's been in Scorsese movies, for God's sakes. I am. And now it's like, well, she's getting kind of old, so I guess we'll just shuffle her off. I feel terrible for Cameron Diaz. It makes me so sad. I just see the reality of Hollywood In Cameron Diaz's face Every time I
3: see it I mean if she had enough talent though She could stay afloat There's actresses that do I know it's not common But I just think she was never deserving Of any attention So I don't feel that bad for her Yeah I'm uh, glad with John
0: <laughs> Yeah she's rich and probably pretty happy So no, I don't feel bad She for seems
2: her. like a perfectly happy woman she, does, she doesn't seem like she's
3: struggling. Like I'm sure a lot of actresses her age are. So when it comes down to crowning a winner, I think it's between the first two nominees. I don't know how to oh, probably too much well, ill will towards judge. I Trump. think I think what you can do with Kevin Costner and Keanu Reeves is take in your mind their best performance <laughs> in their whole career, and which and whoever's is better. Is probably less deserving of the award. Ah, uh, see,
1: no, 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 because I would do it the other way. I would say, I still think Keanu Reeves could star in some dumb action movie that I want to see. I don't okay. think Kevin Costner has anything interesting left in him. I but
2: guess, but like he's been in probably better movies yeah. than Keanu Reeves has ever been in, and this is this is about the life. This this is about the legacy, not the
3: the future. I mean you could say Keanu Reeves has that more potential, but I don't know. We have
1: never we haven't seen it in a really long time. I'm I i do not know. Colin's way harder on John Wick than I am. I think John Wick is pretty is pretty sweet. Just <laughs> so, sweet.
2: now the truth comes out. You thought it was sweet. Yeah.
3: But if we use my argument that like let's say Kevin Costner's best movie is Bull Durham and Keanu Reeves' best movie is or best performance is what? point breaks Bill and Ted I mean those are okay The Matrix The Matrix
1: The Matrix is you know that's just choreography yeah it's not performance
3: so I don't know now I'm thinking I'm leaning towards Keanu Reeves I can't think of a single performance he's ever done where I was like that was a that was a good job I mean not a bad job (laughs) but it's just like
2: he shows up I can at
3: least say Kevin Costner and Bull Durham like that was a good job that was really good yeah, sure. And th- This is lifetime achievement. I mean, they don't usually give lifetime achievements to people who are like, you're going to go on to 20 more years of greatness. They usually give them to old people. They're both kind of old. Um, I'm, yeah, not, I don't know. I'm confused I, what case you're making then. Well, that... Well, I don't know. I was just... I, I, that The idea that we're taking into consideration of their futures, Like, I would just think to this point and before that... If it's a Lifetime Achievement Award. So on that on that grounds, I'd lean towards Keanu Reeves. Is this really something we have to think about? It's hard know, to think do? so. <laughs> I'd be
2: fine with Keanu Reeves.
1: I guess that's the way you guys want to go. I just think... Did you put him on here, Sean? Or did someone I think did I put him? him on here. Okay, so
3: I see. That's why Sean's so upset.
2: He's, like, really unimpressive to me as an actor. He just brings nothing to the
1: table. I mean, he, he's an action star in a way that, like, we don't need action stars anymore. Yeah. It's... I've,
2: That's why I don't care every time he shows up on camera.
1: He's great at doing, you know, nothing. complex stunts. But... <laughs> People just like to CG stuff now. It's, it's an unfair world. But I guess we're going with him, even though Kevin Costner. Like I don't think we're not we're not going to get this year again with Kevin Costner. He's not going to star in three or four movies in one year again. I don't know. What's he got lined up? <laughs> Probably flashback in dawn of justice <laughs> flashback. i mean i get what you're saying like
3: this is the like he's a fairly mildly pleasing person and this is probably the biggest he'll ever get again mm-hmm. actually i don't know he's got what's he got lined up
2: Look, i'd be fine with the kevin gossner too just i guess it kind of does make more sense just because he f- seems older I don't know if he's that
3: much older than Keanu Reeves. I'll give it to Kevin Costner just for the fact that he was fairly big this year, but didn't do anything with it. Well,
1: Keanu Reeves is just kind of there on the fringe. Thank you. Sure, fine. I'm really happy giving this one to Kevin Costner. I think he earned it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Now, now for the most just straight-up difficult category. Uh, to even come up with nominees because there are no good parts for women. I'm sorry, Cameron Diaz. Uh, the Mildly Pleased Award for performance by an actress in 2014. And the nominees are Emily Blunt from uh, Edge of Tomorrow, Charli- Charlize Theron from A Million Ways to Die in the West, Jennifer Connelly from NOAA, Jennifer Garner from Draft Day, and Zoe Saldana from Guardians of the Galaxy. You know that most of these are
3: the right nominations, but none of them really get you that excited. (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. Let's start with Mm -hmm. Emily Blunt. I feel like when I put that on there, Sean, you were hesitant
1: about that choice. I feel like she kicks ass in that movie pretty good. I feel like anybody could play that part, though. Maybe, but she's the one there, and she played it well enough.
2: Eh... Yeah, I liked her in this movie too. Okay. That's about as she, much. She she does that do. she
1: does that sexy push-up real good. It's a
2: good push-up. It's a quality push-up.
1: You know, it's it's tough to be the beautiful lady in the movie and also believably kick a bunch of ass and I I feel like she she lived up to that. Like it never felt like like in some of those movies where they just have like You know, like Zoe Saldana in a lot of movies where she just feels so beautiful and dainty that it's like, are you you really kicking as much ass as you are? I never had any problem like that with Emily Blunt. I was like, okay, you can can at least keep up with Tom Cruise, no problem. Which is hard, because Tom Cruise is so fast.
3: He's moving all the time. All right. I'll
1: just put Charlize
3: Theron on the list from... A movie that everyone hated. I didn't think it was that bad. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. Uh, it was pretty offensive, I guess, to most people. <laughs> but um, Charlize Theron was the love interest, which is very weird to think that any woman would ever fall for Seth MacFarlane. And I don't really buy it. She thinks he's so charming the whole time when he's a pretty big creep. <laughs> but she's pretty likable, and I mean, she's an Oscar winner. She's got talent. But she does not, like... She, I mean, she's kind of just a straight woman. She just doesn't really get to tell any jokes. I guess she's kind of, like, tough. That's her thing. She's good with guns. She teaches him how to use guns. This leads to pretty familiar scenes of, like, lining up bottles and shooting guns. I remember that from the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think the movie's that bad, but... Uh, you know, I think if there's one glimmer... something sort of good in there I mean some of the performances like Charlize Theron maybe Liam Neeson too he's okay
1: Uh, did you like her in Young Adult a few years ago
3: I did I liked her a lot in that
1: how does that affect your opinion of her now now yeah
3: um I don't know I mean I guess it shows that she has just as much potential as she's always had so she's Probably usually better than the material she's in, but there's only so much you could do with this. I don't know, it's hard it's hard to say. Uh I think her career ahead of this is probably good. It's probably it's probably some good performances ahead.
1: Yeah. She's not uh like a Halle Berry type where you get an Oscar nomination and then it's all over. She's No. She's ha- she's had some good roles over her career. She just somehow got wrangled into this thing. Yeah. See, Wrangled
2: you can do good. it. This is why you shouldn't feel sorry for Cabra Diaz.
1: I, I don't, why are you trying to talk me out of empathy just for another I feel like people? it's weird. I
2: don't get, like, why her of all people.
1: I, f- I feel bad for
3: all of Whatever. women in Hollywood. Uh, okay. I, mean, there's, I mean, there's plenty of women that are making a mark for themselves that are talented, like yeah. on TV now. You know, like shows like *Orange Is the New Black* or *American Horror Story*. Like, there's roles for women, more so than ever right now. So I'm not gonna start like sit down and be sad for Cameron Diaz out of all people. I just don't think she's talented enough for me to be for me to give a shit. <laughs> uh,
1: how about Jennifer Connelly and Noah? She's like the ghost of that movie, just popping up yeah, in the back of the. It's like barely even there.
2: It feels weird to even dominate her for this.
1: Oh God, what can we say? I guess yeah. she is fine. Mm-hmm. She seemed uh,
2: concerned about mm-hmm. what was going on.
1: It's just it, you know, in a movie where like everything got fucking nuts and pretty much everybody got to go pretty crazy except for her. Uh, I guess it's it's probably pretty tricky to to make that role memorable at all and she didn't really make it but you, you know she did her best it's just hard to be the the voice of reason in you know a container of insanity sounds exciting mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: You can tell how exciting it is by, like, how long a time or stretch of time it goes without Nancy saying anything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do I need to see Noah? Is this a movie I need to see? Or should I wait to first talk about the movie? I almost
0: watched it on the plane to Japan, but then I did not. I I was like, when I saw the... Movie on the flight entertainment, I was like, oh, well, hell yeah, I'm totally gonna watch
1: that. Yeah, you know, that would be a really interesting movie to watch on a plane because it kind of deals with like the cabin fever aspect of the arc of just like being trapped on the ship and unable to get <laughs> off of it. And if you were also in a situation similar to that, like a long flight to Japan, yeah, that might fuck you up a little bit. You know, I like Korean air is trying to. Fuck I like you the up.
3: idea of the people, the you know, the stewardesses and stewards on the plane be like, okay, this might fuck you up a little. But, <laughs> you know, we're playing. <laughs>
1: viewer discretion is involved. Speaking of viewer discretion, how about Jennifer Garner in Draft Day?
3: Now, what's funny is I tried to go on uh, the Wikipedia for Draft Day because I couldn't remember what Jennifer Garner's character did, and it. Doesn't say at one point what she did. All, it just says it was Kevin Costner's girlfriend. Um, so they weren't married. Is, they weren't married. She was some other executive, and he's always saying stuff like he's I'm, I'm going to make this move, and she's just rolling his eye. She's rolling her eyes, and rolling he, his yeah, eyes, and sticks
1: her fingers in his face.
3: But she's basically just a bitch, and I feel like Jennifer Garner does a f- <laughs> fairly good job of playing that type. Just getting a little old now. Uh, not a great written character, but um, I don't know. She does okay. More excited to talk about draft day as a movie than draft day by its performances. Um okay. but Yeah, I mean, s- serviceable. Not going.
1: Is this another case where she lives up to the material? It's just not that great material.
3: I think so. Yeah, because I was I was wondering recently: like, Is Jennifer Garner a good actress? And then I saw that Men, Women, and Children movie, and even though that movie's pretty bad, I mean, she was pretty good in that. So I was like, okay, so she is good sometimes. Um, <laughs> but this, this is, not a, that is not a great movie. She's doing, she's doing the best she can.
1: Okay. Um, finally, we have Zoe Saldana played Gamora. I think that's it. The green alien in Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, and it's just another her-as-an-alien role. Who put this on the list?
3: I did, because you told me to.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> I um, like that performance. I like the characters in that movie.
1: I don't remember having a reason to tell you to.
2: Yeah. It, it was pretty offhand. You're just like, eh, just put on Zoe Saldana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you never did, so I was like, well, I guess we got to get five nominees. <laughs> Even though I guess we didn't. But
1: I guess... I don't know, she has, she has at least one funny line that I can think of. Uh, she gets to do cool action stuff. She doesn't have to do any awkward, sexy stuff.
2: Is that a, um, is that a plus or a negative?
1: That's a plus. Okay. I, I, always, I always feel weird when it's like everyone's suiting up and then she's like, I've got to be like naked or something. Or just like someone will look through a window and like, there's her butt. Just for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Just to get your attention Just again. Just
2: to let the audience perve out for a little yeah. bit.
1: Like Emily Blunt doing those push-ups <laughs>
3: <laughs> So it sounds like Emily Blunt and Zoe Saldana, at least I think Zoe Saldana is is does a pretty good job. I feel like those may be too too good. Okay. Sure. So let's work from there. Uh, let's work from the two Jennifers How much uh, <laughs> like Jennifer we can't give it to Noah She
2: just feels so <laughs> non-existent In that movie Don't think we can give it to her Okay I I,
3: I guess I could say Jennifer Garner's Pretty deserving of the
1: award Okay Alright let's go with that let's Yeah it's, it's fine The category is fucked <laughs> Uh oops Alright So that brings us to the most badly pleasing actor of twenty fourteen. And our nominees are Kevin Costner for Draft Day, Keanu Reeves for John Wick, Shannon Tatum for Foxcatcher, Chris Evans for Snowpiercer, and Eller Elar I'm going to go with Eller Coltrane for Boyhood. All right, so we're back to Kevin Costner again. <laughs> and Keanu. Yeah. Big, big films for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's just skip those for now. <laughs> okay. How about Taters? Perennial favorite for Molly, Please. Actor. Uh, I thought he was fantastic in this movie. Why is he nominated? Fantastic? Yeah. All right.
2: He's fine. He's just kind of dumb and angry Yeah, he's always kind of dumb and angry (laughs) Alright, if you liked it, that's fine
3: If there's any movie where I feel like He really, like, went the extra mile It's probably this one He's still dumb and angry, but I mean, you can only ask so much of the man (laughs)
1: There's a lot of sorrow and pain With Uh, that dumb and angry Yeah
3: I guess He channels it in a good way In this movie Yeah we also have Chris Evans for Snowpiercer, which, very blank performance, very blank character, with the exception of the monologue about eating a baby, mm-hmm. or attempting to eat a baby. I like that sequence. I think the thing about this is you could argue that the part is just written really flat, but then I was thinking, you know, had this been played, like, this main character been played by, like... Matt Damon. he spell like... Maybe Matt Damon. Or, or, yeah, I mean, okay, let's go with Matt Damon. I guess. What were you gonna I mean, say? I was gonna say like Liam Neeson, <laughs> just because like Liam, because ne- because of the fact that Liam Neeson is in consistently flat written parts, yet he has enough personality in his like on his own, like that he can just bring that to a flat character and kind of inject himself into the performance, and that kind of makes it. Oh, Liam Neeson's being crazy, Liam Neeson but Chris Evans doesn't really have that. He doesn't really have like distinct like things that he does as an actor. So, I mean, he has he, he can't really do anything with a with a lesser written role. Though you could argue like, yeah, maybe Matt Damon could have done something with it. I don't know. But uh I don't know. I don't know if it's more his fault or more the movie's fault. I
1: guess it's pretty appropriate. Yeah, I I think they were trying to do something with having him. I mean, it, you know they cast him knowing that he's Captain America and that like he's gonna have to carry that baggage into this movie and I think they're trying to like make a point of like heroes like that don't exist and the world's way more fucked up than you would like to believe it is uh, and that whole movie gets super confusing and difficult to interpret um, but I th- I don't like I don't think it. That the parts that aren't working for you guys were probably designed to not work that way. Okay. There's a lot of paper sounds right now. All it's right. like someone's
3: unwrapping a sandwich.
1: the biggest sandwich. Hopefully, you won't hear that in the final edit. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk about it. Yeah. It's more. It's more interesting when we talk about it, but you can't hear it are they really, really crazy uh, as far as the boyhood boy like this is his year yeah. he's never going to act again he wasn't good enough
2: alright But he, I felt like owned. kind of a dick for putting this <laughs> on
1: but he owned this movie sure
2: uh, did he, he grew up before our very eyes into mm-hmm. a, a fine actor but not a great actor but it's like you can't expect him to do that He's just trying to live his life. <laughs> He's got to make this movie.
1: Do you think people just, like, give him shit, like, every school year? Because they just got together to film this movie every summer, right?
2: Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know if, like, anyone knew that he was making this, except for, like, his family. Maybe his friends knew. I don't know.
3: Why would anyone give him shit?
1: <laughs> oh, you're in a movie. you movie, you loser. <laughs> when, when's your movie coming out, big movie star? <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like kids would be pretty impressed <laughs> it is uh, weird because like that movie fucked up his life because he like never had a regular summer because he's always fucking making a movie every year
3: uh, maybe it's worth it
1: maybe, I don't know
3: it's not like it took all summer, right? probably had a, a couple weeks probably probably okay, good Uh, When it comes down to a winner, I don't know. I come back to the first two guys, which I know isn't exciting. I will commend Kevin Costner for doing an okay job in Draft Day when Draft Day is a pretty terrible movie. Uh, Though I I do recommend, if you're a Seahawks fan, you you might want to check out a little bit of it because it's pretty funny because they're the bad guys. (laughs) They have the number one pick. Boo! When was is this based on a real story? No. <laughs> it's basically yeah, we never had the one. Shy McBride pay. is the owner of the Seahawks, and I don't know. There's like this quarterback that a lot of people like want, but like he's like a huge Johnny Manziel douchebag, and he has this blog where he talks about all the chicks he's banged. <laughs> it's like it this sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Kevin Costner wants to get the number one draft pick. And he wants to draft this guy, some defensive player, but everyone's saying, like, oh, he's not that good. But Kevin Kosh is like, I see a lot of potential. And, like, this guy who he wants to draft is, like, the nicest man in the world. He's played by Chadwick Boseman. And, like, like there's this one clip of him with a football, like, after he, like, scores a touchdown. And he throws it into the crowd. Like, what is he doing? He's such an idiot. He's like, he was giving that to his sister who had cancer. (laughs) It's like... They do everything to make it seem like all the people that Kevin Costner wants to draft are, like, saints, whereas the people that the Seahawks want are, like, fucking evil. But, like, everyone wants Kevin, Kevin Costner. Like, the whole Browns organization and Coach Dennis Leary want Kevin Costner to draft the douchebag, but he doesn't want to draft the douchebag. It's really stupid, but it's kind of entertaining. And, you know, Kevin Costner, this is a bad movie, and he's doing an okay job. So... How about how about uh, John Wick? How is Keanu Reeves' performance um, when compared to the rest of the movie? I'd like to know.
1: I mean, he's probably as good as anyone else. All right. Is it written? Just like okay. I mean, it's it's it, very minimally
3: it's
2: written, written. Yeah, it's, it's a, written it's, very okay.
1: It's it's. <laughs> I mean, the backstory of John Wick is that like some of the stunt choreographers that had worked with him on movies like the matrix were like tired of the bullshit or were, like we're going to show everyone how to do cool stunts with guns in a movie so we we'll just make our own one and so mm-hmm. they got together and brought keanu reeves in and they basically just made a movie that justifies a bunch of gun related fight scenes and they're like long, cool fight scenes. Uh, it gets kind of exhausting, and you wish they would mix it up with other ways of fighting I instead didn't of think just shooting. The
2: stunts are that impressive. He just like shoots people over and over again. I want to see something ridiculous, something over the top. Mm-hmm. But they're just like not that. It just wasn't that fun to watch after a while.
1: Uh, but as far as you know, the John Wick character—he's this guy who's had his. Uh, Wife die and like all he has left to remember his wife is his little cute little puppy. Uh, and Theon Greyjoy comes by and he fucking kills his little puppy, and it's you know, he's so little puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: too bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we can either have the Kevin Cosby Connery's argument again or just give it to Chris Evans. <laughs> What path do we want to go down here?
2: I kind of want to just give it to Keanu Reeves since he didn't win that Last Time Achievement Award.
1: That works too. Alright. With an honorable mention for Eller Coltrane because that motherfucker's done.
2: <laughs> I feel like maybe Richard Linklater will put him in another one of his movies. Ah, oh, sure. Yeah. Just like a, like a really supporting role. Just <laughs> in like one scene
3: gas station attendant
2: (laughs) yeah in like the fourth before movie (laughs) they go to some gas station and he's there
1: which brings us to the final category of
2: the night
1: the most mildly pleasing movie of 2014 and our nominees are 22 Jump Street Godzilla John Wick Noah and The Interview Nancy what's your pick? Uh,
0: I've seen one of these (laughs) movies
1: Godzilla right? What do you think of Godzilla?
0: It's funny these are all movies that I was like I'd like to see that and did not uh, I like Godzilla I wish there was more Godzilla but I think you always do mm-hmm. uh, Ken Watanabe's great
1: okay as it's, it's pretty guy good. who just wants to see the fight <laughs> yeah. just <let> the fight <laughs> <laughs> that's all I okay. got uh, what do you guys want to say about 22 Jump Street
3: I feel like they couldn't. They didn't do nearly as much um, as they did with the premise of the first movie. The first movie, I thought it was really great seeing the characters how they like didn't fit in to the high school scene. Uh-huh. That I don't think that gimmick really worked as well for college and the route they went for Channing Tatum with oh he fits in really well with the football guys like that wasn't very interesting to me. There was some good some good comedy set pieces. I liked uh, when they're tripping on drugs. That was pretty good. And I liked all the jokes about how, you know, again, very self-aware that this oh sequels are never as good as the, the previous films. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was clever. Uh, I'd say overall I liked it. Uh, but I was a, I was a little disappointed that they didn't they didn't do more. I thought there's a lot of untapped potential.
1: Mhm. 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 I hear you. Hey. <laughs> um, John Wick. I, I mean, I. I I feel like I kind of already made my case for it. Mm-hmm. Colin, you want to make your case against it?
2: There's just like it doesn't, <laughs> just like nothing original about it. It's just like such a bare bones action movie, and I don't know how that makes it, like, just didn't make it enjoyable for me.
1: You didn't like the like weird criminal underworld that they were doing? There's a criminal
2: underworld in every action crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: but it's not usually like with a weird like hotel run by Lance Reddick and like all the weird rules and stuff they set up.
2: That was kind of fun, I guess. Okay, there's there's one like kind of fun thing in the movie. I guess, yeah, I guess like I liked all the actors in it. Just
1: playing tough guys. Yeah. A lot of HBO actors in this movie yeah. Uh, Noah Noah's fucking crazy it's like a weird movie it was like
2: it was a lot more Lord of the Rings than I was expecting mm-hmm. for a biblical when did you guys watch this movie
0: did you guys see no in we theaters? rented
2: it for Redbox like a month ago you know, for this very award ceremony.
3: Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. okay. So again, there are rock monsters. There are
2: hella rock monsters. <laughs> There's more rock monsters than Jennifer Connolly in this movie. <laughs> like by far.
3: Is there any other like fantastical creatures? Or is it just the Not then really? the rock monsters and then the big crazy storm? Yeah, it's mainly just rock monsters.
1: There yeah, there are some like animals that I guess, like, don't make it to the boat or whatever.
2: That's why we don't have them around
1: anymore. Like, early like, on the movies, there's, like, an armored dog. That's
2: right.
3: <laughs> what the fuck is an armored dog?
2: Like, knight armor? They're kind more of, like scales. Uh,
1: yeah,
3: but like, like an armadillo?
2: Yeah. Comparable to an armadillo, but <laughs> <Okay>. dog-like.
1: <laughs> they didn't make it?
2: Didn't make it. They get... Was there a scene of them not making it?
1: Yeah, they get... Totally fucked up by Ray Winstone. No, who's he play? Just like an asshole. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Just trying to fuck with Noah.
1: He's like uh, Cain's descendant. Is that right?
2: I have no idea.
1: Uh, The bad brother who was totally willing to kill his brother in the Bible. That's Cain. Yeah, I think
3: Cain killed Abel. But who killed the rock monsters?
1: Well, they did. Um, Ray so, Winston. so check out here's the plot of the movie Noah's with his dad. His dad gets fucking killed by Ray Winstone. Noah grows up to be fucking savage. Uh, we get a flashback to olden times when a guy with a sword sticks in the ground, shoots a giant fireball, kills like a million people. It's awesome. Angels get sent down to earth and turn into rock monsters because they're not loyal enough to God. Um, Noah walks to this mountain, where he meets Hops. Uh, who? Anthony Hopkins. Oh, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Hops, who tells him, "Check it out, I'm crazy old, but uh, do whatever God <laughs> tells you to do." And Noah's like, "Gotcha," and then like a bunch of rock monsters show up, and they're like, "We're gonna build the ark for you," and he's like, "Cool, cool, 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 cool." I'm gonna yell at a bunch <laughs> of people, uh, and like. The days go on and like the rock monsters do all the work and noah just yells at everybody (laughs) he doesn't like really contribute too much except when things need to get savage like when uh like uh, the his oldest son is hooking up uh with emma watson from the harry potter movies uh but he's got two other sons who are like if everyone's gonna die can't you like at least get two other girls so that we could have wives too and he's like, nah, uh, and he like goes out of his way to make sure that one of the son's potential love interests gets trampled to death, cause like Ray Winstone's dudes show up and they're gonna like, they're just gonna steal the ark or whatever and like kill all the animals and eat them cause they're evil. Uh, but then the flood starts, so they get on the ark and there's a sweet battle scene between Ray Winstone's people and the rock monsters. Like the main rock monster is played by Franklin Jilla, by the way, which just great casting. Such an intimidating physical performer. Um, so all the rock monsters die, but they get to turn back into angels. And they shoot up into space when they die. <laughs> uh, of <So>. course. <the> <laughs> <laughs> and like everybody dies except for all the animals, because all the animals are on the ark and they've been put to sleep with magical gases. That's, so that's how they explain how the animals survive on the Ark. So they were put to sleep with magical gases.
3: How do you make magical gases? Do you just burn some magical stone? Or that's something? what I remember
1: is fucking Jennifer Connelly's like, well, I just burn this shit and all the snakes go to sleep. And they just stay asleep. Uh, and then the Ark goes out to, to the water because there's water everywhere. Uh, and everybody's dead except for Ray Winstone who's all hurt, but he's able to sneak on board. Uh, and the son who had who Noah killed or let his love interest die is a little pissed, so he's like nurturing Ray Winston. But he
2: only knew her for like five minutes. Yeah, and she died.
1: <laughs> but he's still like, this is enough for me to totally betray my dad. But it's actually like okay, because Noah is going fucking nuts on the boat. Uh, oh, and he's totally killed some people. I think his body count was twelve. I think <laughs> I counted I was counting every time Noah killed somebody. I think it was Mm twelve. Jeez. Um, And so, like, they're on this boat for at least half the movie, and he's going crazier and crazier and crazier. And eventually, he decides uh, that because of everything he saw, that humans are supposed to die out and go extinct as a species. uh, Which is bad timing because they just found out that uh, Hermione, who was barren before, uh, (laughs) is totally pregnant with eldest son's kids. And so, Noah's like, check it out, if you give birth to a son, I'm gonna kill that, or a daughter, a daughter, I'm gonna kill that baby. Immediately. But if you give birth to a son, it's like, whatever, it'll just be the last, the last human being. So, like, they spend a long time trying just to calm Noah down, but he's just going nuts, and, like, everybody's hella afraid of Noah. And eventually they give birth to the baby, and he you can't kill him and they crash and he gets fucking drunk on wine for a long time and eventually the kids go back and they find him and he's all naked and drunk they're like check it out we're starting civilization again he's like cool and that's Noah uh, <laughs> the movie's awesome. probably the most
3: anyone's ever talked about Noah
2: <laughs> you did forget like the one part of the movie that like actually felt like a Darren Aronofsky movie where Noah's just like telling His kids, this big long story about the history of the planet up to that point. Mm -hmm. How much can Noah know about the planet? And it's got like this cool, like, what do you call it? Like, I don't know, this weird effect, like time lapse, I guess. I don't know. It looks really cool.
3: Is it like Noah flying through space or something? No, it's just like shows like
2: the the entire like evolution, like frame by frame of like Earth. Okay, it's it looks cool.
1: Not as cool as in the Tree of Life, though. I guess. <laughs> Didn't even have rock monsters in Tree of Life. Yeah, that's true. It's that
2: stupid dinosaur. So should we just give it to Noah?
3: <laughs> I've, I have never, I haven't seen Noah. I thought we were more inclined to give it some of the stuff we've seen. Yeah, maybe that's a better idea. Should we give it to Godzilla? I I've definitely thought it'd be Godzilla. <laughs> Pretty mildly pleasing. I and mean, we had a whole podcast about how mildly pleasing it was. Sure did. I know that wasn't the intention of the podcast, but that's where that conversation went.
1: I think I ended up giving it three and a half stars. Yeah,
3: even though I expected you to give it
1: lower,
2: she seemed so down on it.
1: Because I, I liked the stuff it did right more than I thought I would.
3: Hmm. Yeah. I don't know I have no interest in seeing Noah now I'm just saying after that
1: that that sounds like I didn't sell you on it I
3: have like like way too much
1: interest (laughs) so sweet it's pretty nuts like he becomes the villain of that movie at about the halfway mark and it doesn't really redeem him Mm. like if the moral of that story is like don't be chosen by God it's gonna fuck everything up for you
3: I mean, if you want to give it to Noah. but I'm never gonna see it. Uh, I'm not gonna sit through. I can't imagine a movie that's over 160 minutes long. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not over like, 160 minutes. Isn't it pretty long it's though? It's like 220. 220. Okay. It's still pretty damn long. I'm sure. I don't know. Just it's hard for me to imagine that being. I just feel like that'd be irritating after a while, but I don't know. I mean, I didn't see it, so. I mean, it's not it's um, not great. <laughs> it's
1: no. just savage.
3: <laughs> like a yeah,
1: <laughs> savage. <laughs> okay. I guess what was the problem with Godzilla? I guess it was that the main character was crazy bland, and it's a, uh, the whole cast I feel like
3: was... all the characters were pretty bland. <laughs> they had no stake in anything. Mm-hmm. And the one character that everyone was interested in Godzilla is the character we got to see the least But when we did see him It was fun
1: Should have had more Brian Cranston I guess He
3: should have been the main character
1: Like the part where he rides Godzilla <laughs> <And> it's like <laughs> get him Has up. that been a part of any Godzilla movie you
3: think? Uh, probably
1: That sounds pretty good
3: I'm sure it's happened. Maybe it happened in that one where there's all those Japanese people that had, like, Power Ranger powers. (laughs) I I, I guess it's not right. It's more like Matrix powers.
1: (laughs) Dude, whatever you say.
2: So, should we just give it to Godzilla?
1: Godzilla or Noah? I'm happy giving it to Godzilla. We all saw it. We all saw. It. Makes it a group effort. <laughs> all right? Yeah. So that ends the mildly pleased awards for one more year. Uh, Twenty fourteen was a big year for us at the blog. Everybody here, you know, moved or got a new job or graduated from something or started doing something they'd never done before. Uh so we're going to spend a little little while talking about that year. We're going to do some some movie lists, we're going to do some album lists, we're going to do some TV show lists, maybe a video game list or two. Uh going to keep keep things interesting and, and it's not like there's much else going on in January. If nothing else, it's a good time for uh reflection and and also finding your way to move forward. Um so I guess I'll leave you for now and I'll speak to you again soon farewell guess it's true I'm not good at a one night stand but I still need love cause I'm just a man these nights never seem to go to plan I don't want you to leave will you hold my hand
0: Oh, won't you stay with me? Cause you're. All- It was very poignant.